Welcome to the totally independent, completely unofficial, not even in the same state as the Indianapolis Colts, Colts Podcast. Coming to you from the land of brisket and barbecue, Lone Stars and Longhorns, where some cowboys wear hats and others wear helmets. This is the Unstable Blues with Liam and Kevin Hall. The Colts lost their third straight game as they lost to the Saints. We will talk about that game, look ahead to the rematch with Frank Reich in Carolina, and our weekly hop around the league in the Unstable Pick 6. So here we go. Yes, welcome to the opening drive from the backyard here in Central Texas. I tell you what, it took a nosedive in the temperature uh, thing. Uh, this mm-hmm. week it just went pew. Yeah, I'm wearing a sweatshirt and pants. So. Yeah, it uh, it got cold in a hurry. Don't worry, I don't think it's going to stay that way. Uh, uh, I'm sure all of our northerner people are like, it's been cold for a while. Well, uh, it's not so in the south. Yeah. Yes, the Colts lost their third straight in a row. Um, they tied the turnover. They tied the turnover battle and the points off turnovers. Mm-hmm. So that was an improvement over the last couple yeah. of games. It, it just looked at, like we had no answer for Taysom or Alvin Kamara. Fifty nine and sixty three yards rushing. Yep. Fifty one and forty four receiving yards. I know. So. They they kind of tore us up. Uh, nothing spectacular individually, but uh, when it came down to it, we just didn't quite have an answer uh, for them. Uh, Rashid Shahid, though, um, he scorched for 153 yards and a touchdown on only three yep. receptions. Very, very fast. Yep. Uh, Derek Carr went 19 for 27, 310 yards, and two touchdowns. He had a 133.3 passer rating. Yeah, that's really good. Mm-hmm. That is really good. Minshew, on the other hand, uh, went uh, 203 uh, for two TDs and one INT uh, yep. passer rating in the 70s. So, Yep. Josh Downs had seven catches for 72 yards. JT, though, had 12 carries for 95 yards. But only one of those carries for one of those yards happened in the second half. Hmm. Moss had 66 on 11 carries and a touchdown. That yep. touchdown was pretty good. And the stat you always like to keep track of this season? Zaire Franklin led the day in tackles, tied with someone else. He had 14. And in total, 102. 64 solo tackles. Uh, still leading the league on that. Um, That is the tied for the most ever tackles by anyone after eight games of a season. Okay. Ever since the stat has been recorded in 87. Wow. Um, Let's face it, though. Explosive plays were really the difference in this game. We we didn't have much of them. We we had a few. We had a few here and there, but they just had more, Mm -hmm. and it was more the timing of them that happened. Some of ours came when we needed it. Theirs came to force us to need it, you know? Yeah. It also looked like our offense was kind of bland this week. Uh, not a whole bunch of motion beforehand. Right. Just kind of 
we're going to put our guys wherever we put them, and they're going to run routes out of there. And that's that's what it's going to be. I know. We've seen so much success with that pre-snap motion and all these different disguising things, mm-hmm. um, obviously with AR, but then even without AR, uh, some of those things were, we've seen success. It wasn't a whole lot of that. Seemed a little bland and vanilla. Seemed a little more preseason-like than actual you know, midway through the season, yeah. what it should be. Um, we got to address the secondary. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, it's it's lacking a lot. There's too many young guys. Not enough. Not we don't have a solid DB one other than Kenny, but he's a at our he's a uh, slot uh, yes, slot corner. He's so good. Why didn't we put him out? Why did we leave Troy Brown hanging out by himself? Yeah. Well, I just think we're so young and don't have men- much depth at that position that it's kind of like. Uh, okay, well, I guess. And, I mean, like like we said, it's a rebuilding year. We yeah. we know that. Right. But once we started out hot, we're like, okay, maybe right. we got something. Yeah. Minshew looked good. He still kind of looks good. It's like, he's not playing terrible. Right. Um, and But then AR with all the injuries and then... Um, Juju going out. Juju going out. Uh, didn't Flowers go out as well? Uh-huh. Flowers, Flowers out. out. Yep. Our two... Like our two young, really good corners are out, um, and then the, it looks like the two thing, three things that I am excited about for the rest of the season. Yeah, Zaire, obviously. Yep. Let's get in the let's get in the title of tackle yep. leader. Let's do it. Secondly, uh, Josh Downs is everything I expect out of him. Yep. And third. JT is living up to the money that we paid him. Okay. He's put on really good games whenever he's had the majority of the snaps. And Moss looks good as well. Yeah. Okay. So, a couple questions then uh, related to the JT thing. Okay. But Moss is still second in rushing yards on the season mm-hmm. to only CMC. Yeah. And he still keeps keeping up even though JT is coming up. So, what do you do with that? Like... Would you continue to try to give Moss as much as possible, or do you continue to ramp JT up? How do you work both of those weapons in the backfield uh, well? Uh, I think you do what you're doing right now. Uh, you sp- don't split the carries. Maybe give it more to JT because he is your big money guy. Yeah, okay. But knowing that Moss can have those explosive plays, put him in at like longer second downs, or I actually not longer, shorter second downs because he is the power back. Um, and you don't have to lower the carries for either of them. If one's having a better day, keep that one in more and just kind of just kind of feel it out because they're both really good backs and they're both around the same age. Yeah. Uh, so they they both have lots of time on them. So yeah. I think just kind of feel it out. Uh, apparently that's why JT got less carries in the or less way less carries uh, in the second half because. Uh, according to Coach Shane, that um, Moss kind of got hot, so they kept rolling with him. Um, and then you had the uh, the Minshew INT that kind of stalled things out, and then they got down, and so they had to throw it more. So, um, but I still, I still say when you know you look at what are your top three weapons? You got Downs, JT, Moss, mm-hmm. right? That as it, as it is right now, those are your top three weapons. I would throw Ogletree in there because, and we just got to find more places for him to be getting yeah. more looks. But 
as it is right now, those are your top three weapons. You have to find ways to get them the ball and mm-hmm. keep getting them the ball. And that means if you're down two touchdowns, you don't give up, still run the ball, right? Um, because you're only down two scores. Let's not panic until we're down like two scores within three, four minutes. Yeah. You and know? even if the run game is your strongest, your strongest, um, uh, like version of offense and keep to it. Don't get away from it because that is your strongest form of offense. No matter the time running is quote unquote, the two clock thing. It matters how you use running. You can get up to the line and just call a run real quick. Like right. runs are easier to look at, to read the defense. Whenever you have routes, you got to think of all the routes, think mm-hmm. of where everyone's going to end up and all that running is just, you're handing the ball off. You got to see where the hole's going to be. Right. So, it, yes, it's two clock because it keeps the clock running afterwards. But you, it, the, that only matters if you guys don't get up to the line fast. Agreed. What about this? This has been brought up a few different times by some people. As an offensive kind of guy, I think this might be good. What about JT and Moss in the game at the same time? Yeah, I I, compl- I was actually thinking that. Either even, a split back or one split out. One out, yeah. I was thinking that. I'm like, how would that look, though? So... I don't know. I, I feel like it could work. Maybe sub Pierce out. I mean, since he hasn't been doing stuff. Pitt, the reliable uh, downs out there. Maybe even put one of the running backs like single yeah. on one side. What about running a little bit more of your uh, six-man kind of running a T offense where you got the – Both backs back Both there. backs, and mm-hmm. you could run one one way, run one the other, run one, you know – With the lead blocker. Straight down, whatever. Yeah. Um, you know – uh, and then, you know, almost have – you could even go with a two tight end set, look tight, but there's a lot of things that you could maybe do out of there as well uh, with motion and different things like that. I don't yeah. know. Just a thought. Yeah. Just a thought, Mr. Shane, if you're paying attention. <laughs> um, then my other question, do we need a receiver or a cornerback? Do we need to pick anybody up? Obviously, it's after the trade deadline, so this would have to be some kind of free agent. Mm-hmm. Is it worth trying to find anybody out there? Because we did say Eli Apple, but they didn't do that. And, you know. Yeah. But. Um, I think our biggest need right now is defensive back. Because um, the rest of our defense looks good. Linebackers look good. Uh, even, like, our line looks really good. Uh, whenever everyone's healthy and everyone's in the game, <clears throat> go over to it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but I think our biggest need is defensive back. Kenny can hold his own on um, one side, but... If you face a team like the Saints that have Taysom Hill as a threat, you have Kamara as a threat, yep. you have Olave as a threat, yep. you have Michael Thomas as a threat, yep. and Raheed Shahid. Mm-hmm. So you Kenny can't do all that. Yeah. So I think it's I think defensive back is the biggest yeah uh, biggest need that we yeah. have. Well, it's after the trade deadline, so we'll see if they make any moves. Maybe, maybe, probably not. So, yeah. of this game, there are more questions, but we'll revisit that in our bite sized blues coming up halfway through the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was your Mayflower move of the of the game for this one? Um, I'd have to say the one interception that Minshew had uh, just kind of threw it. I don't know what he was thinking, if it was miscommunication between receiver and quarterback, if he was trying to throw it out, but he wasn't able to get it. And then just on that play as well, Pittman could have tackled him mm. for a safety. Yep. So could have Pierce. Yeah. And they both miss a tackle. I get your wide receivers, but you got to make a play. It's, right. a, it's a small cornerback against two big wide receivers. Like, 
you got the big body on him. Give him a shoulder check or something. Right. Like, yeah, you got to think most of these guys have, uh, at least in high school, probably played both ways, being one of the best players on their team. Mm-hmm. They, so they know and understand how to do it. Um, shouldn't be something you have to rep all the time to, yeah. you know, grab a guy by the yeah. waist and yank him just, down. Just that whole play in general, not just the INT, just the yeah. tackling as well. Uh you know I love to give this to the Colts, but since the Saints just uh, kind of dominated the day, I'm going to give my Mayflower move to Taysom Hill, to Rashid Shahid, and the would-be was a Rodney Thomas pick. Then it wasn't. Overturned him. Uh, you were upset with the call. I was also upset with the call, it goes but I get the it. Offense. I get it. Uh, Rashid did have two hands on the ball when his back hit. And so yep. he wins, and I get it. So, and if anyone says that Taysom Hill is just a wildcat quarterback, look at that play. He uh, is not right. Well, <laughs> this has been a conversation in our household that uh, you actually remind <laughs> us a lot of Taysom Hill in your body build, your uh, how you move, and things like that. And we've had discussion with some of your uh, coaches, and they're like, "Yes." Uh, but we were noticing since we had, you know, since we're actually watching this game more intently than we do other Saints games. He will line up a quarterback, but don't. He's not just running it. He threw the forty-four yarder. Uh, he'll line up a tight end, but he's not just there to block. You know, sometimes he's there as a decoy because he might get the ball, and sometimes he does get the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, on a pass or an end route or something, right? But he's also on the end trying to block the punts on the special teams. He's also in the backfield as the uh, punter special uh, uh, protector, right? Uh, he started his career, keep in mind, as the third-string quarterback to Drew Brees. And uh, in his uh, first season, also did the punt returns. So uh, he's done a lot. Mm-hmm. He continues to do a lot. And, um, you know, it's nice to have a very versatile player like yeah. that. Yeah, I bet you he could play defense as well, honestly. I, he probably could. Yeah. I mean, he runs people over enough on offense, he probably could do the same yeah. on defense. I, I wouldn't be uh, – I I don't know, but he he might be the most athletic person in the NFL right now. Go. He can do it all. Yep, and that's why you were nominated <laughs> for uh, athlete, uh, overall athlete uh, for our all-star conference uh, for our team. So we're excited for that. Yeah. Uh, who was your star of the game? Uh, probably, I don't know how I can give it uh, to the Colts other than Zaire. So I'm just going to give it to Zaire, still leading the league in tackles. Tied the tied the day with the most tackles. Yeah. Uh, keeps on trekking, keeps on making that mark. Even though the Colts are losing, that doesn't mean he's not getting tackles. He, he even went to the locker room for a little bit and then came back and still had 14 tackles. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if he had stayed in for those plays, just got one more tackle, he would he would have been, uh, what was it, whatever, the most tackles in eight games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mine I'm going to give to Rashid Shahid. Uh, just incredible what he did, um, you know, only on three receptions to just have that kind of speed and be able to get behind. Uh, I don't think he, you know, he, uh, it's not just on Troy Brown. He would have gotten behind just about anybody. Mm-hmm. So, um, the, uh, the first NFC South game now is done for the Colts. Uh, next up, we will give you the keys to winning against last year's coach. Coach. 
We still don't have any sponsors, but if you'd like to sponsor our little podcast, email the unstableblues at gmail.com. Until then, we'll keep telling you about what we do. Yorkies are available. They are cute, cuddly, and our Yorkies at Country Mountain Dogs are not like yappy, annoying Yorkies. They are bred for temperament and companionship. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram at Country Mountain Dogs. Welcome back to Halftime. It is the week. Yep. This is the week that uh, some of our players have had marked on the calendar, and I guarantee you there are a few players and or definitely coaches on the other side that have had this marked on their calendar since the calendar came out. We call him Darth Vader. Why do we call Frank Reich Darth Vader? Um, because he went to a different team. Uh... We kind of had this theory that he was going to end up, because he went up and grabbed the number one pick uh, Mm. and kind of prevented the Colts from doing that. Uh, There were so many free agents with Bobby O and Paris Paris Campbell. Campbell. We had this thought and this theory. He was going to kind of take everybody with him, (laughs) take the first pick. Yep. Uh, that didn't end up happening. We just kept calling him Darth Vader because uh, Carolina is in black, and so that was it makes awesome. sense. Yeah. So, um, with Panthers, they finally got their first win of the season against Houston. Yeah, I mean, congratulations to Carolina for yeah. getting that done. Team from uh, Houston against update. the team from Houston. Team from Houston update. Ready? Yeah. Impromptu here. Team from Houston update. Congratulations. You got beat by the worst team in currently the in the league right now. Yeah, and you were doing so good before then. Even though you may have the best rookie QB to finish his first season. Yep. We still might have the best one. Yeah. All right, keys to the game. Yes. Uh, what are your keys to the game here uh, to beat the Panthers in Carolina? They have the afternoon game. There's only three of them, which means we're going to see them more often on Red Zone. Right here, right here in uh, Central Texas, we'll actually be able to get to see them more on the Red Zone uh, channel since we don't, we won't get to see them on our channel. Yeah. The those Cowboys will be on. <sighs> Uh, keys to the game on offense run the ball don't give up on the run mm. give it a Moss give it a Taylor yep even downs on an end round McKenzie saw him in motion a couple times on mm. the end round in the Saints game preach not, not pre-snap not pre-snap though preach after snap I love it run the ball keep running the ball whenever you run the ball hit downs hit tree hit pit don't hit Pierce he's gonna drop the ball okay alright okay alright okay. I know what you're gonna say. Uh, I, I got. I, 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 he just drops it too much. I, I, I may address that later. Okay. On defense, Zaire, keep being a beast. Get those tackles in. Uh, I think our receiver, our corners are gonna have a tough match against their receivers because they've got some decent receivers, uh, kind of fast as well. So safeties be warned as well. Um, who's their running back? Is it Miles Sanders still? Yeah, I don't think so. I think he's out. Okay. Well, whoever it is. Uh, line tear him up um and then i think it all starts from bryce young bryce young is their star on offense um and uh, i think it all starts uh from him you can shut if you can shut him down and get pressure on him then uh i think we'll win that defensive versus offensive battle yeah all right um i'm gonna say this protect the ball take the ball 
Mm. Every week, protect yep. the ball, take the ball, win the turnover battle. Even when we tied it, it still wasn't enough. So uh, protect the ball on offense, take the ball on defense, win the turnover battle, get the points off turnovers. Uh, you're almost guaranteed to win the game if you do that correctly. Yep. Also, don't assume that this is a cupcake cupcake game. The Panthers, uh, even though they had six losses and only one win, uh, they have been in most of their games. And so uh, this is still uh, the top league in uh, in the world. And so uh, yep. you're going to be best on best. Yeah. Also, can Coach Shane, continue to be creative. Guess what? Frank Reich doesn't know what to do with that. He doesn't sure. know how to be creative for the most part. And he does, certainly doesn't know what to do when you are creative. So... Mm-hmm. Do that defense, get pressure on Bryce, maintain the coverage at the same time because he is elusive. He is creative within that. So he's able to find those spaces and remember he's short, get your hands up. Yeah. Remember he's short. If you can't get to him, get your hands up because you can knock the ball down. Yep. Um, and then look for those explosive opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, look for those explosive opportunities. They can be there. That can be the difference in the game as we saw against the Saints. Yeah. What are your matchups to watch? Uh, I'm going to go first off to Forrest Buckner against Bryce Young. Um, and well, DeForest Buckner against the Panthers line yep. slash uh, Bryce Young. Yep. Getting in there, like he says, short, get, getting his hands up. Buckner's long, lengthy. He's not afraid to jump for anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Kenny Moore on whoever they put him on. Hopefully it's stealing. That's what because, I was thinking. Uh, that's, that's their main receiver that I see right now. He's doing pretty good. I uh, did good against Houston. And then on offense, JT versus, uh, versus their D-line. Uh, reading the hole, getting it, well, JT and Moss. Uh, JT reading the hole, getting his legs up, like he like he says, getting his leg up, uh, getting away from all the trash and all that on on the ground. And the Moss just pounding through people. All right. Um, okay, I'm gonna start uh, with coaching. Um, as you know, I've grown to love that more and more. So, uh, unlike, but I'm not gonna do head coach versus head coach. I'm going to do Gus Bradley versus Frank Reich. Okay. Because they've coached with each other for a year last year. They saw how it went. And so, um, you know, Frank Reich has an understanding of Gus Bradley and vice versa. And so who's going to win that matchup? The Panthers offense scheme versus the Colts defensive scheme. I think the key to that is Gus Bradley has to do much more of what he did against Baltimore and blitz, blitz, blitz. Lots of different fancy kind of blitzing kind of things. Agreed. Um, Minshew's eyes versus Xavier Woods free safety Um, I want to see Minshew kind of work him where he wants him so he can get the ball where he needs to get it Okay. Um, and then I have a few uh, sort of uh, hypothetical or uh, this isn't an actual 1v1 this is uh, Troy Brown versus the naysayers right a lot of people blaming Troy Brown for the Rashid Shaheed kind of stuff. So how does he respond to that? And then also, as you mentioned, I'm going to go Pierce versus the big moment. Okay. He, we've seen him improve over the last little bit with some of those catches, with some of those things. But man, he had one potential catch against the, um, the Saints 
that he dropped in one of the biggest moments. And so I don't know that it's not the moment rather than the catch that is getting pierced. And so I want to see how he responds in some of those big moments. And then I have two Colts versus each other, JT versus Moss. How do they use them? How do they scheme them? Okay. Uh, how do they uh, draw that up? All right. Your player to track. Who are you looking at to have a big week? Um, I'm looking at JT. Uh, JT, I think, not that he has something against Frank Wright, but just I think he wants to beat him. Um, <clears throat> I think JT is going to get a majority of the carries. It's going to be his week. Moss still going to be around. He's still going to pound the ball. I still want him to keep that second place in rushing because that's really good for him. Um, and just... I want to see JT have really good explosive plays, read the read the hole as well. Yeah, I like it. Um, I know uh, I, th- I had JT last week, and he had a good week. Interesting. Okay, I'm going to say uh, Josh Downs is my player to track this week. I think that against their specific defensive scheme, uh, they're not going to know what to do with him. I think he's going to have a lot of success uh, there in Carolina. Uh, what are your What's your prediction then? Um, prediction. Colts are getting a dub 27 to, let's go 17. Okay. Surprising score here. 24-17. Colts. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Same I, score. As long as I keep going with the score, it might be correct. Okay? All right. Well, that's our thoughts on the Panthers game. But what about the rest of the league? We will give you our takes on six games around the league in the Unstable Pick 6 next. Need something to help with the holiday sweets cravings? Try the original Plexus Slim Pink Drink. Now offering many flavors, including my personal holiday favorite, Cherry Lime Blossom. This stuff is formulated to regulate your blood sugar levels and help curb the sugar cravings and promote overall gut health. Check out that and the other holiday specials at plexusworldwide.com slash growinguphaul. Welcome back to the Unsale Pick 6. Before we get into this week's picks, let's look back at last week. Yes, this is also uh, the week that we play each other in our Family Fantasy League. So there's even more on the line this week. Uh, more than just our normal unstable pick six. Uh, I scored the most points of every anyone last week with yeah. 175, 176, something or other. Still not um, the most points in the league in this whole season, though. Well, there you go. Okay, it's a week-to-week league, and this is why it is. Uh, yep. So here we go. Last week, we both had the Bills over the Bucks, and we got that one. Uh, both had the Eagles over the Commanders. Got that one. Uh, we both thought the Falcons were going to beat the Oilers, but Levis came up big with four touchdowns in his yeah, first start, that was good. and uh, we lost that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we both had Houston in the one versus two uh, quarterback pick, and we both lost that one. Yep. Uh, we, I had the Browns over the Seahawks. And I had the Seahawks. And the 90s won out with their uniforms, and yep. you got that one. Yep. And finally, you had the Bengals, and I had the Niners, and the Bengals won. Yep, the 90s won out in that one as well, that being the rematch of the uh, Super Bowl where Montana 
uh, came out with the game-winning drive where he infamously uh, came into the huddle and said, hey, isn't that the actor John Candy? (laughs) And kind of loosened everything up for their game-winning drive. All right, that puts me... That puts me at 24 and 24. And I am 25, 23, have not dropped below 500 still. One game up. So here we go with this week. Okay. First game, Titans at Steelers. Levis has a short week. He is starting. All right. Uh, It's in the Steel City. Short week, rookie QB on the other side. I don't know exactly what's going to happen with Pickett. He was out. I don't know. Mm-hmm. They still got Pickens, so I am going to go with the Steelers. Yeah, uh, I agree with you. I think TJ Watt, Mink Fitzpatrick is just too much for Levis, and I will go Steelers as well. All right. Next up, it's the first game in Frankfurt, Germany ever with the Dolphins and Chiefs. Quite a treat for the Germans. Yep. Um I think that uh, looking at these games, looking at how each team has played, uh, the home thing doesn't matter here because it's Germany. Right. Um, so I think that it's just you you can look at strictly just the teams rather yep. than it being an Arrowhead because Arrowhead's not a fun place to play in. Um, it is Tyreek. Versus, versus Mahomes. Yep. First time that's ever really yeah. happened. Yeah. And Mahomes looked to struggle last week. Um, getting there, what was that? Second loss? Yep. Yeah, second loss. Um, uh, and I think coming off loss, it doesn't matter against this Dolphins team. I don't think their defense can keep up with the Dolphins. Uh, high power on offense. So I'm going to go Dolphins for that reason. All right. Uh up until last game, the Chiefs had had a really good defense, and then they just like cracked and let it happen and lost to the Broncos, which the Broncos are surprisingly good on offense. Don't let them fool you. Mm-hmm. But this is the Dolphins and all the weapons that they have, so I'm going to go Dolphins. Yep. Next, Bucks in Houston. Um, yeah. Uh, both coming off a loss here. Um, but it's in Houston. I think that Houston's gonna bounce back. Yeah. Um, I I like want to have just a differentiating game, but I don't see how Houston doesn't bounce back and win this. Okay. They played well. I think Stroud's gonna get it done. All right. Uh, next up, we got Seahawks at the Ravens. Two up and coming. Started off a little struggle, but man, these are two hot teams stride. in the two different conferences here. Yeah. Um, Ravens have been looking really good. So have the Seahawks. They both have good high power on offense. Both have a good defense with um, some good players. Uh, but I think I'm going to take Ravens here strictly because it's in Baltimore. Yep. Uh, I agree with everything you said Uh Offense, defense, I think that uh, Ravens are just a little bit better, and they're at home, so I'm going to go with the Ravens as well. Yep. Next game, Cowboys playing in Philly against the Eagles. I'll tell you what, this this is probably the game of the week. I don't mm-hmm. know. These last two are really close for the game of the week. Yeah. The Cowboys have been looking really good, but then they've not been looking really good, but then they look really good, but then they've not been looking so good. But it's in Philly, and the Eagles have not been doing so good, but all of a sudden seem to be hitting their strides. So I'm going to go Eagles. Okay. Uh, 
I Philly is such a hard place to play, and I'm saying Eagles just because it's in Philly, and the Cowboys have looked so off and on. I don't see how they look. I don't see how they're going to be on against uh, the Eagles. Alrighty, last game. Then we got Bills at the Bengals. Yep, uh, probably the hardest one for me to choose because the Bengals looks like they've been hitting their stride as well. Bills had a little bit of ups and downs. They won their last game. They're both coming off a win. Bengals coming off a win against the Niners. Bills coming off a win against the Bucks. The Bucks. Um, I'm gonna say the Bills take this because the Bengals are gonna feel high and mighty, and we know how that goes against the Chiefs. Alrighty, Burrowhead. Uh, yeah, they've only played each other. Josh Allen and Burrow once, yeah. one time in the playoffs. I'm gonna go with the Bengals. Get this one at home uh, in your Bermuda Triangle of the yeah, Midwest. In the Bermuda Triangle. And so I'm gonna go with the Bengals. Get the job done. Okay. Well, that's it for this week. Next week we will talk about the game in Carolina preview the Colts trip to Germany to play the Patriots and see if anyone can take a substantial lead in our unstable pick six. Well, this is Liam. And this is Kevin. Reminding you to stay unstable.